Today, coming up on the podcast, we have Lucas from Grillo. Now, uh, if you like cricket, you'll love this. If you like crickets, you'll love it even more. Hey, I don't like crickets, I love them. We're here to talk to you, Lucas, about crickets, the alternative protein, would you call it? I don't know much about these things, and I'm going to listen intently when you tell me all about this beautiful business that you have, supplying crickets and protein powders and all sorts of things. So, so why crickets for you? Crickets, um, back then, um, the whole story started, we were looking into start a family business. Myself and Pedro, we also met at Byron Fresh back, yep. back in the day. My partner, Camila, and her sister, Martina, we wanted to start a business together. And we were looking to create something with food because we both were chefs. But we also wanted to do something a bit different. Um, Martina came across crickets. Wait a minute, a, you said a bit different, yes? Just a bit. All right, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Martina came across crickets on a research she did looking for alternative protein source. Um, we were trialing a vegetarian diet back in the day. She was looking for ways to have her protein that were not beef or chicken or the traditional protein source. Back then, hemp was still illegal in Australia. You were only allowed to use hemp on cosmetics, uh, soaps, and things like that. And she noticed that in America, Canada, and some countries in Europe, the trend towards uh, eating insects was growing very fast um, because of their nu nutritional profile, but also because they use far less resource um, Okay, touch on the nutritional stuff for me. Sure. So crickets can be up to 69% protein. They extremely high in vitamin B12. Uh, perhaps one tablespoon of the plain cricket powder has about 155% of the RDI on, on B12. So one tablespoon, which is about 10 grams, 7.5 grams, will give you all your B12 that you need for the day. And there is also iron, fiber, calcium, and other nutrients uh, in that as well. There is studies also saying that crickets are good for your gut health. Uh, they will have more antioxidants than orange, orange and olive oil. So they're quite a powerhouse of uh, nutrients and they have been on people's plates for many, many years. And there's a very interesting video that actually that we always share when we do workshops uh, in high schools, uh, educating students that it shows that about 10,000 years ago, we stopped eating insects as we domesticated cows and chickens. And uh, we started to treat insects as a pest because they were eating all the, the food, the vegetables that were gonna feed the cows and chickens. So they started to eliminate the, those pests because they were eating all the crops. Mm. And um, we lost a bit, of the, a bit of the culture of eating insects back then. But we've seen um, over 2 billion people in 80% uh, of the 80% of the population of the countries uh, in the planet are still eating insects, mainly on Asian countries, like you said, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, around all the tropics as well. Mexico, they eat all the chapulines and uh, other uh, ants and other uh, insects as well. And there's about 2,000 species uh, of insects that are suitable for human consumption. Who was the first to put them on a menu? Good question. Was it Noma? 
I seen Noma doing. Mm. A, I actually seen a photo about five years ago of their sous chef in a pop up restaurant in they did in Mexico. Yeah, and when I say restaurant, I mean traditional. Obviously, they've been eating them in markets in Thailand and all sorts of things. But you know, I meant the you know European type sort of restaurant was what I was getting at there. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, Matt Stone was cooking them about ten years ago. Um, so they farm them. I'm imagining a very small cowboy rounding up crickets, or like, or what? How's it? How's it work? So it's a, it's quite an interesting way of farming. Um, could be farming them right here on on your warehouse. So it's basically a, a room or a warehouse or um, the farm where we getting our crickets from. They using old chicken barns. So they adapted those chicken barns into cricket farms and um, usually crickets will live between six to eight weeks and it? it's a very short life cycle they seem to get a really big personality in that time the reason i know that <laughs> is because i've seen a bug's life and i'll tell you those crickets are not very nice on that no. <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> sorry six to eight weeks they can be very noisy as well huh? yeah extremely yeah. noisy yeah. so they will um in the farms because they try to breed them for about six weeks they will usually have them on separate rooms and each room will be one week ahead of the other in uh, their life cycle this way they'll always be harvesting one room and always starting another one uh, very interesting thing about their farming is that they use very little water almost no water and you you gotta even be careful on what you feed them because if you feed them lettuce they could uh, drown on that that amount of water so there's a very interesting system where they just drop water very slowly for them to to drink they usually only want to hang around their their food uh, even though they free to run all around the room the, they just want to hang around their food and go back into a dark place uh, which is usually the cricket condos they call it so it's all, um, they look like wine, you know those dividers on wine boxes? Yes. So they use those dividers um, and run a big line. Crickets will just hang around those dividers. They will go to their feeder, eat, drink a bit of water, go back down. So it's a very simple way of farming, but it's um, very sustainable because they use rarely any water. They use far less feed space as well. They so can what do you feed a cricket? So they can be feed, fed on um, either organic vegetable waste or vegetable waste that is not organic or a feed. And uh, for, for a nutrition point of view, they have to go on a special feed because otherwise their nutrition profile could change at every season. Let's say if this season will have uh, lots of broccoli waste. Uh, in the next season, we might have lots of lettuce or carrots and some farms started to notice that in a larger commercial scale it was very hard to keep a consistent nutrition profile so the farm where we're getting them from they designed an organic meal which could use corn um, soy all certified organic um, and that's one of the main things for us as well because they're using soy and corn we want to make sure that it's all certified organic and it, it has a bit more traceability as well to make sure that there was no pesticides involved in the process mm. so um they found them in australia and canada you were saying before um yeah um where where do they do this so in australia there are about four cricket farms now there's one a bit more established in sydney they have been in the market for about 10 years there's also one in south australia uh one in perth there's another one 
that they say is coming up in Queensland as well, but we haven't seen much um, about this Queensland farm yet. But there's definitely a, a much stronger movement towards uh, farming insects in Australia. Does anyone call their farm like the MCG? The MCG? No. So it's not a vegetarian thing, obviously. Yeah. So look, it, 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 it's not a vegetarian product. But a lot of times when we talk to the vegetarians, um, we talk to them and ask them why they became a vegetarian. Mm. Some people became vegetarians because they obviously don't want to eat uh, animals uh, for cruelty reasons. So they will be vegetarians or vegans. But a lot of people also became vegetarian or vegan because of health reasons or environmental reasons. And uh, in a lot of cases... Um, it becomes much harder for vegetarians and vegans to absorb vitamin B12. So when we touch the vitamin B12 point, some are uh, open to at least try them because, because of what I said, like they are more sustainable way of farming. There is also a very important aspect is that the crickets will only get harvested in the end of the life cycle. They have to reach maturity in order to layer their eggs, which is a very important part of rearing the crickets, uh, part of the process. And they also got to release a chitin skin they have on their back, which um, they only do once they reach maturity. So that will go uh, into the floor, into the ground. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually, once they all get harvested, anything that is on the floor, there will be uh, their poo, any food waste that is in there, the chitin skin, all will be reused uh, into uh, food fertilizers so it's a very good plant food as well to use mm. all the waste so nothing really goes into waste everything either gets reused on uh, growing other vegetables and other food or composted how are they like processed like how are they harvested yeah so there's a few different methods uh, that the um, cricket farmers use some of them will use a uh, still use gas uh, to to end the life cycle. And yes, and some other farms, which is a bit more modern now, they're starting to use a, a dry freezing method. So they will get uh, frozen and dry, freeze dried, and uh, washed, roasted, and ground. There is nothing added to. So it's basically just roast ground into a very fine powder or keep them as a whole and uh, have the whole cricket option as well, which is very... So is, that the, uh, is that how you convince people to eat them? <laughs> no, yes. They, what's, the, what's the trick? <laughs> you know, because, like, um, you know, they look like one of your beautiful products here in front of us was the Cricket Energy Bar, Choc Mint, um, which is one of many of your products. But um, is that... Um, yeah, how do, you, how do you get people past the fact that it's cricket? Is there... Or once they taste it, they would never look back? Or what, what, what is the go? Nice. Good question. Because that's our biggest challenge. Number yeah. one challenge, ick factor. People still feel disgusted about eating an insect, uh, even though we, it's part of our culture or 98% of the population eats animal animals on a regular basis. There is always that ick factor. And uh, having the whole cricket itself or the plain cricket powder was even harder for us. So we thought, what can we create that will make the taste um, a bit more palatable and also easier for them to give their first try? So the energy bars was the very first thing we thought about uh, when we saw that a lot of the, pretty much all the energy bars in the market 
they made for vegans. Uh, they basically dates or they will do nuts and other things, which our bars have all of that as well. But we thought this energy bar could be an option uh, for people who want to have their animal protein still. And um, the cricket taste, it, it's not that noticeable in mm. an energy bar, which for me as a chef, I want to feel that, that earthy, nutty mm. taste of the cricket. But for a lot of people who are experimenting for the first time, I think the energy bar is definitely a gateway yeah into eating bugs wow and we have another product here roasted cricket so there's whole crickets in here whole crickets in there nick you gonna try one yeah okay can you explain what they taste like so you can explain how they taste like yeah <laughs> yeah you go for it man so we had we had all sort of feedbacks you know like people saying they taste a bit like nuts earthy uh popcorn some chefs mentioned they taste a bit like mushrooms as well. So a lot tinier than I imagined. Actually. Yeah. So they lose a, a, about 30, 35% of their size once uh, they roasted or dehydrated. Mm. I actually have one as well and tried, love trying them. <laughs> well, so they're like a crunchy little treat. And if you didn't know, if you were blind, you wouldn't have a clue that they're not yeah. something else. But. And we, we are now starting to look into... Um, range of flavored crickets as well we've been getting a lot of requests because just like that it's just a plain cricket we mm. usually at home i like to season them with spices like paprika turmeric the 2020 range we could <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> and have you approached any cricket teams to uh, use them we tried we tried a couple of the players uh, online um couldn't get much uh, feedback from them yeah but what could be a better snack to watch the cricket than eating a cricket? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that is, um, that is, uh, that, that, they're actually delicious. Nice. Right. Well, what sort of things do they do on menus with them? Like how can a chef implement this into, you know, a, a menu? Yeah. So there's, um, there's lots of ways, uh, I guess, um, we, we have seen all sort of, um, ideas and for example, Josh at Fleet, uh, from Fleet did at La, uh, La Casita in Brunswick. He did, uh, created, um, it's called Aros of Cebola. Aros de Cebola. So it's basically onion rings. And he made a cricket salt to go with the onion rings. It's delicious. I One of my favorite Mexican restaurants, I must say. And then we've seen uh, Ellie from, from Harvest doing uh, a cream fraiche with a cricket powder. Which when he first did, I was like, oh, wow. Really? And when I tasted it, it was impressed so impressed mm. so he used the cricket powder into the cream and it give, gave really earthy nutty taste into that cream yeah with the fat that'll be good yeah and we did like seem like we use a lot of times as a um, salad croutons in salads or uh, cricket tacos as well so we we noticed that a lot of the mexican restaurants uh some asian restaurants as well mm. Some, I seen one Asian restaurant in, in Brisbane who ordered them to have at the bar and they just seasoned them and mm -hmm. have, instead of giving peanuts to people, uh, when they're sitting on the bar waiting for a table, they give them a roasted crickets, flavored roasted crickets. Yeah, well, if you want to knock someone's socks off, that's what you do. That's it. It's definitely a conversation starter at the bar, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, so tell me, you know, tell me about the other products, that, just so I get a full understanding of it. So you got these protein powders. Is that for like... Gym guys? Yeah, definitely. So we created um, the two superfood blends, which is one of them is a cricket protein uh, chocolate, which is a, 
about 20 grams of protein per serve. So we try to design one that will be perfect for gym people. We also use a bit of uh, organic um, sprouted pea protein and brown rice in that to boost the protein content without uh, getting a very a way too strong uh, cricket flavor. And we did also a super greens and crickets, which is um, very high in vitamin B12 and iron. So we always try to achieve something uh, for our health as well. I try to either be high in protein, high in iron, high in vitamin B12, just so people can have that benefit uh, of from from the insects with a very small amount of, of powder, like one or two tablespoons that you add into your drink, into your muesli, into your yogurt in the morning, in porridges as well. So it's a quite easy to use product, even though a lot of people haven't tried them. Mm. It Another part of our um, job is education, like educate people on how to use them and, and show them that is as simple as salting a piece of chicken uh, mm. and throwing the barbecue. So, I mean, we got a bit spoiled with um, our chickens and beef and everything, like, and, um, you know, I guess, you know, like that, it's pretty, pretty uh, cost-effective. Is, is it a cost-effective way of, you know, getting your protein? So, um, at, at the, t the current time, it's still quite a manual process. I see that the farm, especially the farm where we getting our crickets from, they... They are the largest cricket producer for human consumption. And only now they got to the stage where they can start to start to automate their production. A lot of it was very manual until then, but they now starting to find ways uh, to automate and um, make it more cost effective as well. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, like the first car they made cost a lot. Um, so how many crickets do I have to eat to get the same amount of protein as a nice piece of um, beef? Like a good comparison we would like to do is with uh, with the eggs. It's an easy one uh, to okay. do. So let's say one tablespoon, about seven and a half grams, eight grams, will have the same amount of protein as an egg. So uh, one tablespoon uh, or table. one egg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it's not very much that you need to get a, a good amount of protein in there, especially if you're doing the the plain cricket powder, which is a sixty nine percent protein in there. Wow. So it's quite high, and there's there's insects like uh, we haven't touched other insects yet into um, commercial scale, but we've seen like silkworms, they can be up to 90% protein. It's just a bit different for people to accept the, the silkworm and mealworms and all the worms, they, they kind of have a different aspect to it. And they say that crickets are the gateway bug, the one that people consider eating first. You know, I thought I feel like I've had bigger ones. Is that is this small? Yeah, I feel like I've eaten a bigger cricket. Yeah, there, there are definitely like all like there's many species that can be eaten. This one is called Giloides uh, sigillatus. There's another um, species that uh, it's found in Australia. It's called Achera domesticus, and it's slightly bigger. Um, so that that's probably the one you did you try here or in uh, Thailand, Melbourne? Yeah, so probably was that one, the Achera domesticus mm. species. Who are your customers? So we, we've been doing a lot of work on finding our right customers, um, the customer avatar, we call it. And we see that um, moms who want to feed their kids a bit more nutrition, but it's struggle to get the kids to eat veggies because a lot of fussy kids out there don't want to eat veggies. They find it easy to introduce the cricket powder into the meals without them noticing. 
We also see gym goers, people who want to eat less meat as well. Mm. Um, not not people who wanna who don't eat meat at all because to eat an insect you gotta at least be eating some sort of animals uh, or had it before. And um, we're starting to see like a very good response with um, organic uh, gourmet butchers as well. Uh, it seems like butchers are great at selling, great at uh, communicating with their customers as well. And mm. everyone that goes into a butcher shop, they they are already willing to eat um, an insect yeah. <laughs> or an, an, an animal. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah okay. Um, well. I think you've got a fantastic thing, and uh, obviously, potentially way ahead of your time. I've got a cricket court of my own. <clears throat> Never cut that bit out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, look, they're actually delicious and easy to eat. I'm just eating them while I'm talking to you here. Um, you know, but I do think of the little, yeah, your biggest challenge will be getting to past people. Um, I think if they don't know, they would absolutely just eat them. And I'm sure, uh, how many insects does a person eat a year without even knowing? Is it like eight spiders crawl into your mouth when you sleep or something? Exactly. So we eat a lot of insects without even knowing. And I'm pretty sure I've had a fly in my, my mouth once. Um, but these are delicious. I love the way that I just roasted them perfectly. Loads of products. I'm excited to actually do some work with you. Where do you get them? Well, you're going to get them through some guys fresh. Okay, so yeah, we, we're uh, been talking to Sam and um, haven't told my business partner, but he might be just hearing about it now. Uh, but yeah, we'd like to work with you closely and um, add it to the, either the box business or um, offer it to a distributing top thing for chefs and um, help you out on this quest to um, reduce emissions and introduce interesting old flavors and... Um, protein and help kids you know get some more vitamin b12 um i think you're doing a fantastic job and you and your partner did you say your yeah so yeah. Uh, i have three business partners yeah. so the four of us have yeah. you got cricket type names or no? we, we like it's it's quite <laughs> funny like everyone comes to our house they already expecting there will be crickets hiding on some sort of meal and that always is. So we don't tell anyone. They're going to be out the back on some big old And the name of the business? How do we pronounce that? Grillo. It means cricket in Portuguese. Like We all have a Brazilian background. And yeah, Grillo came up as a name that means luck as well for a lot of countries. So we thought crickets represent luck and Grillo in Portuguese. We even uh, designed here little cricket legs there, represent the mountains and the legs, a bit of adventure. Uh, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> you said you're going to get me a T-shirt. I just want to make that official. Yes. Now, <laughs> the only thing with the crickets, now, if you look at a cricket, now, the, the calves are not very big, are they? Look at the... They have got very small calves. <laughs> so the gym guys, they're going to still get big calves, aren't they? Because sure. they're very little. Very, very big calves, I would say. <laughs> Sin Pedro, uh, my business partner, he's very... Stunchy yeah, yeah. Brazilian black belt uh, jiu-jitsu fighter. Oh, so, so he does your deck he, collection? Yeah, he, he does that <laughs> <laughs> very well. <laughs> You're an awesome guy. I've known you since you were cooking um, back at Fresh in the day uh, in Byron. And um, congratulations on getting out of the comfort zone and doing something really, really cool uh, and innovative. Um, yeah, I, I'm proud to you know have anything to do with you guys. So... Thank you for letting us uh, have you on the podcast. And, um, yeah, 
any information people can find your instagram is grillo protein grillo protein and if you don't know how to get to them find us and we'll find uh, grillo protein thank you for being a part of the podcast thank you produce um yeah thanks a lot thank you i really appreciate the opportunity we we always had a great um feedback working with Suncoast Fresh since back in the day with uh, Baron Fresh Cafe. Yeah. And um, I'm very glad we can work with you guys now and uh, get the word out there, get some chefs on board and mums, like you said, and gym goers. So uh, I've got loads. Laura, you're going to get some of these. I'm looking forward to sending these to a few mums that I know. And um, yeah, it's actually, it's going to be some fun with the videos coming up for this. It's going to be nice. We're going to have lots of fun going forward with this. I can't wait to see the video. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you.